Hey everybody out there in Radio Land, this is Joe Exotic. What's more fun than having a big old tiger bark? Listen to this, that, and the other on DirtyRadio.fm on the Dirty Classics Network. Someone's going home if we don't get this right. Dirty, Dirty Radio, Radio Classics. Classics. I vowed, you know, the whole sickness and health and the death to his part, you know. I'm there for her. That's what I'm doing. That's what I should have done from day one. Hey, guys, sorry. Since we booked this gig, something came up, and this has to happen, and I apologize. I can't be there. And that's how that's how I should have handled it. I was trying to be loyal to the band that uh, doesn't necessarily know what the word means, I think, because family and health is always more important than Hit Me With Your Best Shot by Pat Benatar. Playing the biggest rock bands of all time. This is the best part of the trip. Dirty Radio Classics. Coming up next, it's this, that, and the other. This, that, and the other. He is the only man to ever ace a Rorschach test. Every time he goes for a swim, dolphins appear. Alien abductors have asked him to probe them. If he were to give you directions, you'd never get lost, and you'd arrive at least five minutes early. His legend precedes him the way lightning precedes thunder. He is... Troy Patrick Farrell. The most interesting man in the world. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Let's start the party. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Welcome to This, That, and the Other with your host, a true rock god. Come on, man. Troy Patrick Farrell. Now get ready because here comes the host. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Troy Patrick Farrell. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. You know, my DNA is all over that. Hey, what's happening? This, that, and the other radio show, Dirty Radio, FM Channel 2, Dirty Radio Classics. Hey, it's uh, Troy Patrick Farrell here, and uh, I'm just doing a little pre-record here for the archive from the live show, which is live and alive on Wednesdays, 2 to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and uh, a Saturday replay at 5 p.m. Pacific. And uh, I don't normally do these, but I had been battling whether I was going to archive the show and uh after some thought why wouldn't i but uh i've done this pre-record 27 times and i probably still won't get it right but i just want to do it the right way so january 1st i got fired from a band called carolyn's all stars and uh it stemmed essentially the way that it was proposed to me was because i pulled out of a gig on the 30th of uh, december at counts vamped and I had to pull out of that gig, which also came by the suggestion of the music director, as I would say it, and the guy that hired me, Eden Stolman. On two occasions, he said uh, I should uh, be with my wife for surgery. And I was there for that surgery. And uh, the band, meaning the singer, Carolyn, proceeded to post that they had a great fill-in drummer, which, by the way, they did. Donnie DeSecco from Counts Vamped 
GM as well as drummer from the B team did me a solid, did them a solid and kicked ass. And I appreciate that. However, the accolades sort of let me look like, mm, like I kind of left them high and dry. And that wasn't the case. After a couple different uh, occasions of having the opportunity to pull out, um, of which the second one I, I chose to elevate my wife above the band, which, and by the way, I get into all this, so I'm not going to do it right now. The show's going to happen right after this. You're going to hear the nitty gritty. And you'll also hear a follow-up from the 11th of January about the bass player that essentially ghosted <laughs> the whole situation. And apparently he's got a he's got a reputation. Sean Coos has a reputation of just being, hey, he's a plug-and-play guy. He's a he's a good good-to-go guy. He just stays out of the drama. Just does his you know his band stuff. Well, no, he doesn't. Somewhere between the hours of three and four a.m., he decided to go on a Facebook post that I posted and respond to yeah almost a half a dozen messages about uh, pretty much slagging me. And I would hope. I would never, these are allegations of me, unfounded. I would hope he was under the influence of some substance because I can't imagine he would be in his right mind to not only support the fact that I got fired because I attended my wife's surgery, but that he would go and slag me after I was dumbfounded by it. The only reason why I responded to getting fired was because there were misnomers about it. They said I quit the band. And they said that I insisted that my image was removed. That is true. I did not want my image associated with the band anymore if I'm not going to be in the band. Especially if I'm going to be unceremoniously sacked. I certainly don't want to be a part of it. And uh, the fact of the matter is, it's because I attended my wife's surgery. Now let's get into that because there's been an update in the past two weeks. Uh, Today, on the 19th here... As uh, I record and re-record and re-record this, <laughs> trying to find the right words and try not to be a total jag off, um, my wife is now battling ovarian cancer. And uh, while I don't know all the terms yet, but they are going to be emblazed in my brain very soon, um, she's dealing with a very rare form of it, which... While it's great that it's rare for people, it's not rare to her. And I think, in my opinion, without knowing anything, the downfall is, wow, this is a rare form, so what do we do? How do we attack it? This is going to be a new battle for her life, and I'm going to be there every step of the way. But my whole point about deciding to share the live show and commentary about getting fired by Carol because I attended my wife's surgery, is that now it's fucking cancer. And uh, by the way, at the same age that my wife is now, her mom, mom passed away from cancer. So this is the world I'm living in right now, folks. And uh, for the fact that they would fire me from, from a band, a cover band playing casinos, and I don't discount that. Work is work. I get it. But this is why you fire me? This is the hill 
you were going to die on, and then the bass player is going to go on my Facebook, accuse me of blocking them, post a bunch of rhetoric about me, and then block me? These people are not human after all. And Eden, I love you, bro. I do. But, uh, man, you... I feel like you didn't have my back here. You didn't go to her going, dude, listen, let's fire him for something else. He looks like a jagoff, something. His radio show sucks, whatever. But you don't fire him after he goes to his wife's fucking surgery. How do you guys sleep at night? God damn, you're better than I am. Anyway, I am going to relinquish the anger and disappointment I have in these people and I'm going to put that energy into being there for my wife but uh, you know people go hey dude I missed the show and I heard you got fired from a band what the fuck happened you got fired because what you went to your wife's surgery fuck yeah and uh, coming up next you're going to hear how I felt on January 4th and uh, sort of uh, how I reacted to the crazy bass player slagging me on the 11th and uh Here we go, guys. I'm only human after all, and uh, for better or for worse. But uh, this, that, and the other radio show here um, peels the onion, even if it's me. And I love you all, and peace and love, peace and love. After all, don't put the blame on me. Don't put the blame on me. Because I'm only human. I do what I can. I'm just a man. Do what I can. Don't put the blame on me. Don't put your blame on me. Hey, this is Chips Enough, and when I'm in Las Vegas and I'm doing things that are considered promiscuous or, you know, something that has to do with substance abuse, I go over to This, That, and the Other on Dirty Radio Classics with Troy Patrick Farrell, Troy Patrick Farrell. Boom! Ah, here we are back. Live and alive here from 2 to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time here at uh, Dirty Radio Dead FM Channel 2 Dirty Radio Classics. I'm your host, Troy Patrick Farrell. And uh, first show of 2023. How many? How many? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, we're going to have a fun one today. Uh, but before we get to business, Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, I got fired from a band here in town, Carol and the All-Stars, and uh, we're going to talk about that, and normally I wouldn't air dirty laundry, and there really isn't a lot of dirty laundry, as it is just trying to clear up the facts, because uh, there's been some misconceptions put out there, and each time I've tried to politely, respectfully say, well, that's not really how it went, uh, my thoughts have been uh, vanishing like my gigs. <laughs> so, anyway, we're going to talk about that. And it's not about slagging somebody in town. It's hey, Listen, I do a radio show. I talk about this, that, and the other. I talk about the good, the bad, the ugly. Today, it's the ugly we talk about. And that's okay. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna start off our year. We're going to get it up front and then out of the way and behind us in the rear view. I'm going to leave it, actually, in 2022. But, you know, listen, I don't know how good of a reputation I have amongst the folks I'll be speaking of. But uh, I won't say anything that's not true. 
And uh, I will put a spotlight where it needs to be, even if it's on me. And I'm okay with that. That's how we learn, folks. That's how we learn humility and how to be a human. Look up the word loyalty. Some of you don't know what that word means. I know three people that don't. I know a lot more than don't. It's okay. I've been down this road before. I'm 50 years old. I've been in and out of a lot of bands, in and out of a lot of bands since a kid. It's okay. I'll survive. My my wife is healthy, and I think she's happy. And uh, <laughs> and we're good. We're good. But you know, I gotta I gotta address this because somebody has gone out of their way to masquerade the situation a little bit and I'm like whoa hang on a second if we're gonna if we're gonna go out of our way to put something out there put what really happened out there and and if you have no problem firing me from a band via text message and wait till we get to the reason folks it's the only reason I've heard of so far but I've also been told that I didn't want to be in the band and that I left the band and, and none of that is true I mean I I've made it this far thinking for myself and sometimes for better for worse, you know, and we still learn. If you don't think that no matter how old you are, you can learn something about yourself and other people, then you're delusional. So, you know, for those that are listening that are delusional, it's okay. There is still hope for you. For those that have never heard this show, uh, it's okay. Welcome to the fold. The music dictates itself. I Listen, I don't pick it. I just play it, and it just sort of kind of, you know, happens. Anyway, let's get into this story here. Carolyn's All-Stars, a band I started playing with about a year ago, and I was filling in for Stet Holland, the almighty drummer from uh, played in Wasp and Metal Church. And Stet seems to have family uh, in Florida as well as Vegas. He opened up a new bar down there. So he's been kind of, you know, going back and forth. And, you know, listen, when we do these bands, the, this band, Carolyn's All-Stars, is kind of made up from some guys that have been in some bands with some people. And uh, we play the music from those bands. And primarily we do, we did, I did, uh, you know, casinos and um you know, so it's, but it's, it's, it's a lot of work. It's sometimes three sets, sometimes four sets. And then sometimes it, uh, the fabulous counts vamped on Sahara here in Las Vegas, the one and only rock and roll venue, by the way. Um, you know, we do gigs there, right? You know, what happened, what had happened was blah, 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 blah. Greta, I'm getting to it. Um, you know, I, I, well, let's get to what what most recently transpired here in uh, the first week of December. As I see it, this is my opinion, this is my fact, this is my truth, whatever you want to say, this is what it is. And uh, the thing is, though, I have the, the receipts, though, just like everybody else. But, but I've got, you know, I'm, I'm reading this. I went back. I'm like, wait, did I say something? Did I do something? Uh, ultimately, uh, let's get to why I was fired, and then I'll see if I can back it up and backtrack and try and find the missing link as to, well, maybe I was missing something, because this reason to get fired from anything is bogus. It really is. It's insensitive. It's, I mean, it's insane, considering, especially considering the fact that I was told I would be excused. It would be an excused absence from the principal, vice principal. Anyway, um... The way this went down was uh, we were called to book this uh, date some weeks ago, months ago probably, 
And uh, we all agreed upon it. And without getting into my wife's medical history, no need for that, but uh, she had a, a situation that came up since, I should say, between the time that we booked the show and about uh, 10 days or so out. And that situation was, you know, it's not life or death emergency, but there could be complications. Whenever you are in surgery, there could anything could happen. Jeremy Renner snowplowing his neighbor's yard. He ran himself over. Anything can fucking happen, okay? So, you know, when she said, hey, I've got to get in for the surgery, and, and you know, they're, they're, you know, taking time to, you know, they're saving their calendar for urgencies and then booking people sometimes months out for procedures. Well, this one was like, hey, we're good, but we got to address it. And the day that it was going to happen on was December 30th, the day that I had a gig booked with Carol and the All-Stars with uh, Eden Stolman and Sean Coose. Eden's the one that brought me into the band. I've done other gigs with him. I don't know if he's going to call me after this. And I'm not saying anything that's not true. I'm just saying saying what happened. And if if being honest and truthful is uh, a bad thing, well then, you know, here we go. And I'm good with it. It's all good. I, I, I've survived in this career playing with, uh, with people that have been loyal and had a moral compass. And, uh, and it doesn't always happen that way. And then I kind of don't play with those people anymore. And, um, you know, it, that, that's just such as life. It's okay. But when I started a band as a kid, it was all about me and my friends getting into the garage and rocking out to kiss, having fun and having each other's back. And we were like a little gang, like a little pack, you know? Um, it wasn't about all this petty bullshit. And, uh, and it was, you know, if uh, somebody, you know, called somebody out or whatever, we, you know, it was for the betterment of the band. And if uh, somebody was mean to one of our guys, we were like, hey, man, he's our bro. This is our bass player, our guitar player, whatever it was. It's not that way anymore, obviously. This is just punching a time clock. And if you can't do the gig, somebody else will. And, uh, you know, it, it, it just, it is what it is. I'm okay. I'm a big boy. I can deal with it. But let's rewind back to around December 6th give or take. Um, and I had been asked about, uh, Hey, let's do some new songs. Let's do some heavier stuff. Hey, maybe we can do some more stuff from our, you know, immediate, uh, catalogs of bands that we've been with. Maybe we can even do some original material. You know, I thought that was a little weird considering the band is primarily booked as a, a lounge act in casinos which is, listen, it's good, honest work. It's sometimes four sets for 250 bucks plus tips. You get a room, you get a meal voucher, a couple of two per day worth $4.35. Listen, it's not, uh, <laughs> it's not the most glorious or glamorous thing, but, you know, listen, I'm a drummer. I play drums, and, uh, and at the time, I mostly enjoyed the people that I played with, you know, and so you, you do it. You do a gig. You got to go out there. You got to be what you are. And if that is a drummer, bass player, guitar player, you know, you take the good with the bad. And, uh, and I never thought the casino gigs were bad. I just thought, wow, this is a lot of work. You know, uh, things during the pandemic have been weird. So a lot of us were not touring. We weren't doing a lot of work. We certainly were shut down here in Vegas. So, uh, you know, going from no gigs to now you're going to play 60 songs a night for the same amount of money you usually get for doing 30 minutes. It's like, a, whoa, okay, hang on. Let me just, let me, <laughs> let me absorb that, but I'm going to do it and I'll be there, you know? And I was every time, right? And I will highlight a couple times that I wasn't there, and we'll talk about that. And uh, and there's a time that I did not look so good, and I addressed it, dealt with it, and apologized. And I'm going to tell you about that too. I'm not just going to shame everybody. Well, I am going to shame everybody, including me, is what I'm saying. 
So with that being said, I was sending some song suggestions. Hey, well, you know, I was in this band called Tantric and we did some songs and whatever. And there's a song that we do, a couple friends of mine, we, we do this uh, actually acoustically and it goes over really well. It's a little bit more modern rock instead of just the, the, the classic stuff. So it might add a new element, you know. Uh, hey, here's some White Lion songs. I was in White Lion for, you know, better part of five years, did one studio album, did a live DVD toured almost 40 countries and, uh, and played on two live album releases, you know, of, uh, rocking in the USA and the white line extended version. So, you know, I, I was in Playgirl with white line. So I, I'm like, Hey, I can represent that band. Did I write any of the classic songs or any of the songs? I didn't, I didn't, I did not. None of us did, but these are our affiliations. Did Eden Stolman write the catalog for Bob Seger? No, but he was Bob Seger's side man, but was in the band, you know, so many 20 years ago or whatever, like myself 20 years ago. And so we, we, you know, try and use these accolades and these experience to keep ourselves relevant today going, Hey, I used to do this. And so we can deliver these songs and, you know, you're getting it from the guys that were, that played with the guys, you know, I'm like, Hey, that's pretty cool. And girl, I should say. And, uh, you know, Sean played with uh, Joan Jett, both Sean and Eden had played with, uh, Tony, uh, uh, Tony from the outfield, you know, so, uh, you know, everybody's got great credentials and everybody's very talented. You know, Carolyn plays with Lou Graham's All-Stars and, uh, and she's uh, a backup singer. So, you know, everybody's reputable. It's all good. All right. So we're good. We got a thing here. We're working on some stuff and she wants to mix it up. Let's do some new music. I'm all about it. Let's do it. So I send some stuff out and I, I don't hear anything. It's like crickets. I'm like, oh, well, that's weird. Not sure, you know, like the, you know, the last time I got asked for something, hey, can you doctor up this photo? Can you send me a photo? We did a band photo in the back of the dressing room at, uh, where was it? Uh, somewhere down in Laughlin at the Aquarius and in the Splash Lounge. And, you know, I went instantly to the laptop and I, you know, put it through my voodoo filters and put a logo there and boom, you got a fucking eight by 10. Let's go. You know what I mean? That's how I roll. When I'm into something, I'm into something. But when I get requests from people to do stuff and then I send something and you can't respond to an email, I'm like, Hey, what's going on here? You know, like what, why, what's happening? If you don't like the music or if you're busy, you, you have too many things going on. You say, Hey, you know what? I can't wrap my head around this right now because I have X, Y, and Z going on. Hey, no worries. Let's get this gig done. We're going to do the set list and we'll revisit it after the new year. Well, I decided, you know, after not hearing from somebody, I was like wanting to know what's going on. Well, then I get a text about uh, an overpayment that had happened. And I was like, oh, interesting that, that this person doesn't write about, you know, hey, can we come up with some songs? But, you know, they have an urgent need, which granted, I get it. You know, getting money back that was uh, incorrectly paid out is more important than, hey, do you want to do tell me by white lion. I'm, I get that, but it's just weird to me that, you know, when you think that you're on the same page and everybody's got the same goal in mind and you're asked to do things and you deliver them that everybody, you know, just responds, you know, it's just, it's just common courtesy. So, you know, we go through and I was just like, Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Um, ultimately I, you know, I kind of called everybody out, but I said, Hey, you guys are mostly terrible at replying to messages. I sent email texts and some crickets. I said, love you all, but geez, you know, and I did smiley faces and whatnot. I got, I got the same replies back, you know, and people are laughing. It's all good. I sent another song. Hey, we're playing a gig around Christmas. You guys want to do the hailstorm cover of mistress for Christmas by ACDC. I'm thinking we have a female singer, Lizzie Hale, both singers can balls out. It's all good. Let's go. Uh, no, I'm not interested in doing a song. We're only going to play once. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, I, I, I'm just going to give up on, on the effort because it just doesn't seem to be getting received, you know, but I, but I was like, 
what's going on here? You guys gave me a task. I'm the only one responding and nobody's replying to emails or anything. Well, then I hear everybody's got something going on. Boom. So do I. We all have shit going on. Uh, There was a very public lawsuit with Carol and uh, the use of her name, Herstory of Rock. It's a band she does of all female artists. It's very themed. I haven't seen it. Well, actually, I may have seen it. I'm sure it's fantastic, right? It's got dancers and uh, music of uh, all different generations from uh, great female singers. Boom. It's awesome. I dig it. She's dealing with something with that. Oh, okay. Cool. All good. Uh, Eden's got his own thing. Well, God, this band had been doing for almost 20 years, 15 years. Uh, something's going on with the lineup, whatever. Uh, we, we have to instantly replace somebody for some gigs coming up. In fact, another gig on the same day that we're supposed to play vamped on the 30th. I'm like, wow, okay, I get it. And it turns out that bass player that's going to have to learn all these songs now is Sean. So I'm like, okay, everybody's got something going on. This is all getting pushed to the back burner. And I'm like, you know what? Kind of allowed me to revisit being there for my wife on the day of her surgery, which was the same day as the gig. Rewind a little bit when... I was a little upset about, well, so-and-so has this, and I got that. And I said, well, you know, actually, I have something going on, too. My wife's actually getting surgery on that day, and, uh, and, and I'm not canceling, and I'm still participating in emails. But then I had sort of a change of heart. It wasn't because I was mad at the band, as I was accused of. It was because I said, wow, everybody's got other priorities that they are able to juggle from the front burner to the back burner. Yet I put that band on the front burner, and I put my wife and her surgery on the back burner. And I said, huh, why am I doing this? Why, why, am, why would I do that? I was also told when I first mentioned it that, hey, wow, I didn't know there was a surgery going on. You, you should be with her. And I said, well, you know, my wife and I talked about it. She wants me to honor my commitment. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be there and it's all good. And we've got family here that can be for it and it should be good, you know. Well, then, hey, I'm kind of reviewing the messages from yesterday and I feel like there was some aggression and blah, blah, blah. And I said, listen, it's all out of love, but I'm just kind of putting a spotlight on the fact that, you know, you, you've asked things of me and I've delivered and you've flat out ignored them. And the only time... I would hear from somebody else was when they needed something. And I just thought it was disrespectful and not cool. And, I, you know, listen, I, I, I had a problem with it. So I called Eden and I said, Eden, what's going on here? And we, you know, we kind of talked about it. And he said, listen, I send her songs all the time. She doesn't ever want to do them. I don't know. I don't know what to do at this point. And I said, well, you know, I don't get what the attitude's about. My whole point was everybody's got something going on. I've got something going on. You do too. But just say, hey, I've got I've got something going on. I can't wrap my head around new songs right now. We've got one gig left for the year. Let's do that and let's let's get back to it. Hey, I'm cool with that. Let's enjoy the holidays. Let's not put too much more on our plate. We got families and surgeons to deal with, right? So all good, you know. But he again says, hey, maybe you should uh, maybe you should be there for her. And I decided. So this is the second time that I was offered. The absence, the uh, what I thought, hey, it's all good. We understand. That's what I was told. We understand. Your wife is having surgery. She, you, you know, I, I vowed, you know, the whole sickness and health and the death to his part. You know, I'm there for her. That's what I'm doing. That's what I should have done from day one. Hey, guys, sorry. Since we booked this gig, something came up and this has to happen. And I apologize. I can't be there. And that's how that's how I should have handled it. And I didn't. I was trying to be loyal to the band that uh, doesn't necessarily know what the word means, I think. My accusation, my opinion, and uh, thank God we live in a country where I can do that. But uh, anyway, so, you know, that happens. I'm going to be with my wife, and, and that's what I chose to do. Well, 
fast forward to the day after New Year's Eve, and I see some messages saying, you know, thanks to uh, Donnie, Donnie DeSecco, who works at uh, Counts Vamp, by the way. He's a GM. He's also a great drummer and a cool dude. He's like legit. He sat in and had to fill in on that whole set, probably playing the tracks that he wasn't aware of or had never done or didn't have a lot of time to, to figure out. And uh, I was like, wow, that's super solid. But it was like, hey, we had to get a last minute drummer and, uh, you know, thanks to Donnie for being there and blah, blah, blah. And then I saw somebody post, you know, last minute drummer. And it was like, you know, pretty much like, yep, but Donnie was there. And I, I said, hey, Donnie, thanks for doing that, doing a solid. I apologize to the band for having to pull out last minute, but thanks for being there. And I, I also noted my wife had an urgent surgery that happened on the day of the show. And I opted to be there with her. Well, that message disappeared. And I was like, wow, that's weird. So my wife, innocently enough, not knowing, she had posted on there as well because she's friendly with Donnie. Donnie's always taking care of her, just like Vamped has uh, for the 12 years or so. Well, I don't know. Well, I mean, I've been playing there since 2011. So I've known that family for over a decade. And uh, so she posted. And, well, that message got deleted. Didn't say anything. Just, you know, I'm, but I'm glad that my husband was able to take care of me. Thanks for, for taking care of, of him and the band and being there. That got deleted. I'm like, wait, why would they delete? So let me fast forward to the next massage here. Let me see if I can find the, uh, the message here. I said, hey, um, let me get to the thing. Boop, boop, boop. I should play the Jeopardy theme music. Ah, okay, so so this is now Sunday, and I said, hey, did I piss you off for tending to my wife? I felt your post reflected poorly on me. And I did, because somebody had said, wow, last-minute drummer. Well, I'm the guy in the fucking photo, you know, and, you know, the names are all tagged there. And, you know, I've lived in town since 2008, so maybe people know me. Wow, the drummer's not there, and there's no explanation. So, no, I wasn't at somebody else's party. I wasn't on a bender. You know, I, I tended to my wife that was in surgery at the suggestion of sort of who I think is like the music director, the band leader guy, the guy that hired me. And it was told, you know, essentially in so many words, that we understand, meaning there will be no repercussions, you know, but there were. So I said, you know, it seems like you, it seems awfully odd to me that you would delete the message. Any issues, just tell me. Otherwise, this is simply baffling to me. And I said, hey, happy new year. Uh, so then she screenshot my message dating back to the middle of, uh, you know, a couple weeks back. My wife is having major surgery on guess what date, and I'm not canceling. I wrote that on the 23rd, and that was a fact. I wasn't going to. But again, I did because everybody else's priority changed based on A, a lawsuit, B, oh my God, we lost our bass player and we have a bunch of gigs coming up, and C, hey, I'm the bass player and I got to learn a shit ton of tunes. So I was like, oh, well, everybody's got something else going on. Not a big deal. Nobody said that. They got offended when I put a spotlight on it. But hey, cool. You know what? I've got something else going on too. And you know, I'm going to put this band on the back burner, you know? And that's what I chose to do. And, uh, you know, getting money back that was uh, incorrectly paid out, um, dealing with somebody trying to use the same name you're, you know, yeah, having to learn a bunch of songs. Yeah, it's all very tedious stuff. And I'm not saying, you know, listen, whatever is important to you is important to you. But I, I think the, the life and well being, uh, from a possible complication from a surgery might just rise above a little bit. That's me. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. I'm probably crazy. You know, it's probably not that, you, you know, it's very, you know, I get it. Got to learn songs. Not as important as your wife getting surgery. I get it. What, what is wrong with me? Anyway, uh, so anyway, so there's a screenshot of the photo and then she says, and then you canceled a few days before the show because you were mad at the band. And 
So my Facebook post was not true, and that's why I got deleted. Well, no, I wasn't mad at the band. I just reevaluated my priorities, putting my wife first, because everybody else put their priorities first. And I thought, well, hey, it's okay. And in addition to that, I was always told I could sub out the gig on two different occasions. And it was just after that I realized, well, hey, this isn't that big of a deal. I've been granted the okay to take the gig off. You know what? I'm going to do that. And that's what I did. So anyway, I got... I, then I got, I, I wish you all the best. Okay, well, that means, you know, hey, take a hike. Take a hike. You're out. I said, yes, to be with my wife after Eden said it would be understandable. I feel like this is, uh, where's day of, like, sands in the hourglass. Those are the days of our life. Don't worry, folks. I'm wrapping up. We're going to get into the music, but I had to deal with this. I really promoted it a lot, so let's get dirty. Um I said, yeah, I had to be with my wife after I was told it would be understandable. And so I'm saying, you chose to be passive-aggressive about it. It is true, but you have your truth and I have mine. After our exchange of lack of consideration and the other to sub out, I chose my wife over the gig. So I think what I meant by that was after not hearing back from everybody when I was given a task and I just got ghosted and then realizing everybody else also had other things going on that would get in the way of progress of this band, I just said, hey, you know what? I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to put something else first. It's called my wife, and she's getting surgery. So that's what I did. Anyway, I said, so now I'm getting punished. She says, thank you for your time and talent, but we will be moving on into the new year without you. That means I got fired, okay? So today she posts, we'll get to that in a second. She says, clearly, we are not a band you want to be in, and that's okay. Where did that come from? There is no evidence that I ever said that. Well, if you ask me today, is that true? Yeah, today, that, that is true. You're correct today. Were you correct on, on Sunday or whenever you made this decision? It's like, I, I don't get it. It's so petty. It's a petty thing to do. Like, my wife got surgery, you know? Like, really? And you're going to punish me for that? Yeah, you're right. I, I should have been there. I should have been there playing, you know, sweet child of mine instead of, you know, there uh, picking up my wife, you know, from the from the surgeon. You're, you're 100% right. Everybody agrees. I, I'm just like, no, that's, sorry. So, yeah, if the answer is today that I don't want to play with that band or those people, that is, that's true. I do love Eden. I appreciate him bringing me in this band, but as far as him and, and Sean, meanwhile, I never heard from anybody about, hey, you know, whatever, this didn't work out. We're going to move on without you because you're too busy taking care of your wife. Your priorities suck, whatever. But I hope her surgery went okay. I only heard from one person. That was Eden. Sean ghosted out. The dude's out. He's like, hey, I learned songs. I play them. I don't give a fuck about you. Hey, listen, if that's how you are, awesome. But I won't call you for any gigs that I do because I can't, I don't want to be around people like that. Like if something goes south, this guy doesn't have my back. I can't have that. And then nor did I hear from Carolyn, you know, um, not, not like, hey, you know, whatever. You don't want to be in this band. I don't want you in this band. But hey, listen, with all that being said, I hope your wife's okay. Not even one iota of like, hey, I hope she's okay. Like, you know, it wasn't, there wasn't like a tooth pull. There was a surgery, you know what I mean? And she's still dealing with it. Everything's good. She's all okay. It's not 911. It's all good. But uh, it's just the fact of the matter. I'm not trying to overplay this, but these are people that I'm like, I'm playing in a band with these people? Like, like really? These people don't have my back. So today or yesterday, 24 hours ago, I get a hello, friends. Hello there. From uh, Carol's All-Stars. And this is on the band page. And uh, we wanted to let everyone know that Troy has left our band. No, Troy got fired from the band. He didn't leave the band. You, you made him leave the band. 
We want to uh, thank him for his time and awesome talent. Yeah, great, thanks. And wish him the very best. You're such a liar. You don't wish anybody the very best. Stop lying. Stop trying to look like, you know, I left the band, you're the victim, and we're so nice and we care about him. You don't give a fuck about me, and it's okay. It's totally okay. Feelings mutual. Uh, we are honoring his request to move, remove his image. Yeah, I don't, like, don't put me in the promos if I'm not playing the gig. I don't want to do that. It's not cool. Get your own photo. Get your own drummer. Take your own photo. Get your own Photoshop and do your own shit. It's all good. It's all good, you know. Uh, we will update you on our new drummer soon. So, I, you know, I wrote, you know, hang on a second here. I was fired <laughs> because I chose to be with my wife that had to schedule surgery after the show was booked. I was going to originally honor the commitment at the request of my wife, but when I saw other members were also putting other projects and issues ahead of this project, I reevaluated my decision and chose to be with my wife who had surgery at 6 p.m. the night of the show, again at the suggestion of the guitarist days earlier. Carol was dealing with a legal matter, which was very public, so I'm not outing anything. And uh, Ian was dealing with other projects, a lineup change, and Sean was the replacement for it. I chose uh, to elevate my wife above this show. In hindsight, I should have done it immediately. And I wouldn't have said a word here about it, but that the fact that I left the band is not the truth. I was fired on January 1, this after being told I could sub out on two occasions and that it was okay. So, you know, I have since posted a couple times on that page, uh, you know, just one additional time. I'm not going to, you know, pretty much when this is done, this is done. But uh, yeah, I mean, the, these these are, uh, you know, just like, I don't know, it's, it's weird. I, I just, uh, I can't quite put in the category, like, I think Ian's a really good dude. I like him. Sean's a coward. And, uh, I certainly would never, ever use him. He's a great bass player. He's like your go-to guy. He's awesome, but he's a coward. He's not a friend. He's just a all business. Hey, and that's cool. But I, now I know that going in now when I have other gigs that need a really cool bass player, I can't call him now, you know, I can't do it. And I, you know, I, I kind of hit him up going, Hey, I'm really surprised that even if you don't get involved in this drama, you didn't check to see how my wife was doing, you know, like, who are these people that I play with and work with? And, you know, we're playing 60 songs a night together, sometimes four nights back to back. And you don't care how someone's family's doing. Like you don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? So it, that goes back to, I wish you well. No, you don't. Don't say things you don't mean. I will say things that I mean. Don't say things that you don't mean. It's dumb. It's, it's so petty. You don't wish me well. You're not happy or, you know, thankful for my talents and my time. You don't give a shit because if you thought about it and said, Hey, wow, this, you know, I don't know this. Do we, do we want to rock the boat here? Because this guy chose his wife over the, over this gig at vamped. I'm not downplaying the gig, but really she's saying I'm being petty by being mad. And well, who's the one that fired who, you know? So, uh, and, and listen, if I was going to get fired for anything, I would have thought, let's go, let's put the spotlight on me. You know, sometime back in the year, I, I, I got a little bit of a tussle, not physical, but like uh, got into a little bit of a spat with a, a, with a cart guy, you know, the, you know, the guys at, uh, at the hotels. And I was trying to get my gear out. You know, I've got 12 pieces of equipment. They put the showrooms with no load outdoor or anything like right in the middle of the casino. So it's really unsafe to, you know, haul all this gear out one piece at a time or multiple pieces hanging over your shoulder. Stuff is heavy. Things are round. They're weird, weirdly shaped. And you don't want to, and, and it goes right down the middle of chairs and slot machines, you know? And yeah, I got pissed off at this guy because I had a run in with him before. Cause he's this, this is his thing. His claim to fame are these carts. God damn it. I'm not going to let the drummer, this band screw this guy. These carts are for my guests. By the way, I tip every time I've used a cart, I tip even not even having the help, just for the fact that somebody ran, got me a cart, boom, five bucks. Tip the valet guy. Hey, thanks for putting my truck close. 
10 bucks, whatever it is. And uh, so I was like, oh man, it's, I know his name. It's Edgar. I was like, oh, Edgar. I'm like, what do you mean? I got to wait an hour. I got to get out of, you know, I said, can I just use one car one time? I'll be back in four minutes. I go, everything's packed. I got to go, you know, 500 feet that way, load it on 500 feet back and you can have your cart back. You know, he was like, no, go talk to the supervisor. Well, she, you know, nobody was having my back. (laughs) Something I get used to, I guess. And, uh, so he reported me to security, said that I cussed at him. I did not, I did not cuss at him, but he got mad because, uh, some of his, uh, his cart guys that he's in charge of, were shaking their head at this guy being a dickhead to me and just going, you know, so I rolled by. I I made, I don't know, seven or eight trips taking drums out, loading my truck in the paid-for valet area to load my truck. And these dudes are sitting there with four carts the entire time I loaded out. And I just, I was like, this guy wouldn't let me use a cart. And meanwhile, they sat there. Nobody used them. They didn't go to any of the guests. And you know, I had I had the job done in a, in probably less than fifteen minutes, and had I had a cart, it would have been seven minutes total, total. And I, you know, I told the guy I'm walking by, I'm like, "Hey, man, how's that cart?" You know, and the guy just shook his head and laughed at me because he knew that his boss guy wouldn't let me use the cart, and I was trying to have some fun with it. I left the uh, the casino saying, "Hey, Edgar, I hope you have a better time. Sorry, the whole thing with the carts didn't work out. He didn't want to look at me, didn't want to hear from me, and he reported me to security. So if I was going to get fired for a job because I put the band at risk of, you know, being, oh, we can't hire that band. They got that drummer that wants to use our carts and he's a real jerk. That would have been a, hey, Troy, dude, you can't fucking, just don't talk to anybody, get your own cart. And I talked about it. I said, you know what? I will never ask for a cart again. I will do my own thing. I'll bring a two-wheel dolly, whatever it is. And that's what, that's what I've done. The carts are off the table. And, and I, I lesson learned. I even wrote a letter to the entertainment director to make sure that the band would not be reflected upon the fact that I had a run-in with Edgar about his cart. And... Uh, and that, you know, their gigs could continue and, and they wouldn't be punished. And, uh, you know, so I, I feel like in light of the situation, that was a sucky thing. I feel like Edgar was uh, about as sensitive as I was. And that uh, that's why that situation became what it was. And I tried to be the better man and make sure that uh, my comrades and the band would not uh, pay for that and, and, and not cause any issue with the agent, you know. Uh, turns out those places aren't even doing this kind of music anymore. One's turning into a comedy store. So, you know, I, I think the writing was on the wall. Anyway, th- no excuse, though. No excuse. I just, you know, I'm like, well, thank God. I hope that if they don't get gigs down there, it's not because of the asshole drummer that wanted a cart that gave Edgar a hard time, you know. So anyway, that that is what happened. So I uh, I, I got fired from a band on New Year's Day. and uh, But yet it, the, the word on the street was that I left the band. And that's not what happened. And, uh, and that I don't want to be in the band. That's not what happened either. I I never said that. I I certainly probably wouldn't want to now. And in fact, anyway, it probably wouldn't even be offered to me. So I'm okay with that. I get to sleep well at night with my wife who was doing well. Uh, and she will be with me till death do us part because we signed a contract anyway. You know what I mean? We, we made our vows to one another and, uh, and you know, and listen, nothing lasts forever. Certainly not rock bands in Las Vegas doing copy tunes. And there you go. There you have it. That's the story. Carol's All-Stars is, is uh, going to get a new All-Star. And uh, I hope uh, maybe she gets a little bit of humility in her life and, uh, you know, kind of gets some priorities going. Yeah, you know what? Here's the thing. If she canceled, if she had to pull out of the gig, we'd probably have to cancel the show. And you know what? We would be okay with it.
we would all be out money. We would be one of the bands that canceled. And you know what? It's okay because family and health is always more important than Hit Me With Your Best Shot by Pat Benatar. So there you go. That is what happened. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. And everybody, it's all good. Happy New Year. Review Mirror of the Bullshit. Listen, I've been in and out of bands all my life. I'm not going to lose sleep over it, but uh, I had to address it. Streaming 24-7. Playing the 60s, 70s, 80s of rock and roll. Radio Classics. Hey, I want to thank everybody for the awesome support with the the rant and the rave. And if you didn't hear about it, uh, I'm not going to relive the whole thing because I'm, I'm done with it. I'm done. <laughs> done with these people. I've had it with them. Anyway, short story long is uh, January 1st. Happy New Year. I got fired from a band called Carol and the All-Stars. I'm calling her Carol because I'm sure she hates it. And Carol's just not a cool name for rock and roll. Carol Lynn is a much better name. But I'm going to call her Carol because <laughs> I'm a dick. But uh, anyway, short story long is I, I, I got fired. Apparently there is a culmination of things of which I had never been told of I was told that the music director went to bat for me many times had my back when I accused him of otherwise I don't know I guess the straw that broke the drummer's back was that I subbed out a gig at the suggestion of the said music director on a couple different occasions, to attend my wife's surgery on the same day of the show made me look a little shady, like, you know, I was on a bender, or I was playing another gig, or a better offer came, and that simply wasn't the case. But after committing to the gig, surgery got scheduled, because it uh, was of an urgent matter. After kind of reconfiguring my thoughts and reevaluating my priorities, after I felt band members had put other priorities in front of this band I chose to be with my wife which is uh, the only decision anyway and any understanding band would have accepted that and if I was on such thin ice they probably should have found another reason to fire me because they look like all fuck sticks at this point anyway uh, since then there's been some developments um, I won't get into the developments of my wife but uh they're bigger fucksticks at this point, but uh, we'll leave it at that. And the bass player who has been known as a, oh he's just a he's just a working dude. He plugs in, he plays, he stays out of the drama. Has injected himself with drama on my Facebook page, writing all sorts of dumb bullshit. Sean Coose, sixty-five years old or something. I'm not sure how old he is, but certainly plenty old for the antics of this guy. And I I don't know. I don't know what the motivation is. I don't know what the I, I don't I don't I don't know what his end game is or what his end goal is, but he just pretty much went from not even contacting me saying, "Hey dude, I, you know, I, I don't know about whatever with the band or whatever. I can't yeah, I'm, I'm going to stay out of it, but I hope your wife's okay." Never heard that. He was too busy. But somewhere around 3.45 one morning, I got up because my dog, is your dog bite? My dog Cheeto got up and I like to escort him outside so he doesn't get lazy. And 
course, I said, hey, while I'm up, let's just uh, use the potty. Let's go to the office. And lo and behold, I saw multiple... <laughs> Multiple replies from Sean Coos all over the place, replying to everything he could. Just talking shit. So Sean Coos, this middle finger's for you, you fuck. (laughs) What a dickhead. Total dickhead. Oh, he's a cool guy. No, he's not. He's just another fucking asshole. Anyway, Sean Coos, go fuck off. Uh, This, that, and the other radio show. I just say it like it is, for better or for worse. Sorry. Sorry. But I have a show and I can do that. So if you're going to go on my Facebook and talk all sorts of trash about me, I'm going to go on my 50 megabot, <laughs> megabyte, megabyte radio show and uh, tell the world about you. So that's it. At this point, I'm done with them. If there had not been any further developments, I wouldn't have said another thing about it. But there were, so I had to just update you. But I got to tell you, the outpouring of support and the people going, what the fuck? That's the biggest thing. What the fuck? What is that? Really? That's why they fired you? Because <laughs> he, he went to your wife's surgery. Okay. All right. I don't know. I guess uh, that's what I deserve, right? That's what I deserve. I'll, I'll take it. It's all good. I'm glad that they uh, relinquished and showed their ugly faces and their black hearts. <laughs> Bitter. Party one over here. Bitter. Party one. Yes, your dog can come too. All three of them. Anyway, this, that, and the other radio show. It's Troy Patrick Farrell. This is Bobby Blotzer from Rat, the lead drummer of Rat. You are listening to Dirty Radio Classics with my buddy Troy, my longtime bro. David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I didn't owe that much, but after this year, it was out of control. Then David called Get a Tax Lawyer. Right away, they were like, oh yeah, looks like you're qualified to say it's... Get a Tax Lawyer went to work. (laughs) Should have called way sooner. Get a Tax Lawyer has helped thousands like David fight the IRS and get a fresh start. 800-701-5875. That's 800-701-5875.